Episode 206 of Shaman on Batman. I am Kyle Davis. And I'm and Tom Hopper. <laughs> Tom Hopper? Tom Hopper. <laughs> so on today's episode, we're going to be discussing and talking about uh, Spider-Man 2 for PlayStation 5. Clearly, a very Batman-y subject. Um, this, is a, this is a clear uh, diluge of different topic that we're going to be talking about because we rarely talk about games because there hasn't been a fucking batman game in how long kyle almost 10 years right well technically we got gotham knights a year ago but nobody talks about gotham knights so we're not we're not going to pretend it exists i mean have you played it since like i know you played like like i have i have played a handful of hours in gotham knights but to be perfectly honest it just was not a very interesting or engaging game it felt very padded with every action or or mission you were asked to do and it it, it felt more like a chore than a game what do you mean padded like the progress the upgrade progressions were just very simple very linear so like in order to actually feel like you're getting stronger you just have to go through most mind-numbingly simple tasks and then you get like like five percent extra damage on your kicks and punches and then you just kind of just slowly build your character up like single percent at a time interesting so like it takes forever to actually feel like you're getting stronger or better or anything but even then like hardly at all because even if your numbers are technically doing more damage the enemies just kind of scale with you so (laughs) You never actually kill enemies faster. You're always just constantly doing the same thing over and over and over and over. <laughs> Interesting. So that's what we're going to be talking about. I, and like, I'm not going to like really go into like a review. Like I'm, I'm being facetious, but we're going to be talking about, you know, the gaming, uh, the gaming or lack thereof for Warner brothers and Batman and, and Spider-Man 2 for PlayStation 5. So I so as we're as we're talking about this, I have um played like maybe like two or three hours of Spider-Man 2, so I'm probably like twelve or thirteen percent in. Like everyone says it's not like a super long game, like you can basically beat it within like a weekend, which to me kind of sounds funky because like that game is like seventy dollars. Um and like and I recently I just re- replayed Arkham City. Like, as of, like, a month ago. And that game was, like, to me, like, the adequate length. And so, like, today we're going to be talking about, like, like I said, like, the the lack thereof Batman games that we've had, you know, over the... I mean, it's been almost 10 years since Arkham Knight's come out. Like, Arkham Knight came out, what, 2015? Something like that? Something like that, yeah. So, and it's now 2023. We're getting into 2024. We were supposed to be, you know, we were supposed to get, you know, Gotham Knights and then, you know, kill the Suicide Squad or whatever. Um, that was supposed to be kind of like in conjunction with each other. But we basically got, like Kyle said, like a very lackluster 
game in regards to like you know the batman lore over the you know the last i mean there's not been anything like has there been an injustice game recently i don't think so no it's uh justice 2 came out like five years ago and like i know i know a lot of people like point to you know like the telltale batman game but like that's like that's more like not, that's not my bat like like if you were to like hey like what's your favorite like i want like my batman game to be like arkham like the arkham series or like the yeah. spider so, yeah like, that's the thing like i i love the telltale batman games i I'll, I'll sing their praises over and over again but they're definitely not for everybody right. they are not action focused they're very just like pick your own adventure type visual novels essentially right like like the arkham series like you can just pick it up at any time just like if you want to just go around fly around the city and beat the shit out of people for you know three hours you can do that you that's that's your prerogative or you can play the story so like so let's so let me like i don't know if you've read any of the reviews of spider-man 2 for playstation 5 or if you've seen any of the gameplay but like uh the some of the reviews i've seen like give it like seven eight nine out of ten I'm kind of around like the seven and a half out of ten, mm-hmm. like twelve or thirteen percent into the game right now. The game's fun. Like you feel like Spider-Man. You feel like you can play. Like you don't get to pick and choose like between Peter and Miles Morales. Like it's kind of like the game. Like as the it, game progresses, it like, kind of like, like it's determined for you depending on which part of the story you're at. So and like to me, like that's kind of like I wish that was a little bit different. Like I wish like I could just play as like Miles or I could just play as Peter and then like progress the game. And then like, hey, like you need to do like you need to like, you know, at a certain point, you know. Like it sounds like it sounds like what you want is Grand Theft Auto five, where it's like you can play as one character, but then, you know, maybe eventually you get to a point where you get to switch over. But you don't you know, if you don't want to switch over, you can just go do something else. Yes, that's exa- I was just going to say, you know, GTA 5, where, you know, you got those three <laughs> characters in the game, but, like, like you're not progressing the story so much if you're not, like, jumping back and forth, whereas, you know, in this, in this series, it's kind of, like, predetermined, like, hey, you're going to, for the next, like, 30 minutes, you're going to, you know, you're going to play as Peter, and then after that, you're going to, like, 15, 20 minutes as Miles. And, like, the gameplay is pretty fun for the most part. I'm still... I played the first Spider-Man game for PlayStation 4 maybe for like an hour so I'm still getting used to like the gameplay, you know, like trying to figure out how to like fight and like this you know like all like the different combinations for that stuff. Um that's kind of where I'm at like you know for me I'm like at a 758 uh, you know on um, which is a pretty good score, you know, yeah. for you know for a game cuz you know um, it, it, it it is kind of a a meme that um game reviews are kind of inflated like they're mm-hmm. kind of artificially raised to the higher level mm-hmm. uh but yeah for, for the most part you know seven it's it's good it's supposed to be an enjoyable experience it's supposed to be something that is arguably worth your time and money mm-hmm. so like my only i i too, like i've not progressed the game a lot like i'd have like two or three issues with the game the first issue is um Actually, I've just lost my train of thought on the first issue. <laughs> um, the second well, issue must not be a problem. Uh, All right, game of the year. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, my second issue with the game is the the cutscenes. 
like like you're in like these you're like in like story mode where you're not like you can't progress through i can't just hit x or triangle or circle or square to get, like progress through like the conversation that peter is having with mary jane or with harry or you know like it's and like it's they're not short either like you're like you are like talking and walking and doing like the and, and then to me they're not like side missions it's kind of like side story because like you want to play as Spider-Man like you are Spider-Man just like like you will be Spider-Man in Spider-Man 2 just like you were you know you were the Batman in you know Arkham Asylum and Arkham City and he, some would even say Arkham Origins and uh, Arkham Knight even though I prefer Arkham Origins over Asylum and Knight um, but like like I can't just like like there's like one like at the very beginning of the game like there's like a scene where like I have to get on a bicycle in New York and ride like literally you're actually like riding you're hitting like a couple buttons to ride your bike and to make sure you're like balancing on your bike. <laughs> okay. Um and riding with Harry I almost said Harry Potter, but with or riding with Harry Osborne, you know, to like a school and then in the school it's kind of like flashing back to like when Peter and Harry were in high school and, you know, trying to like get this, get that. So I don't care for that at all. Like, I don't care about like that side story crap. I want to play a Spider-Man. I don't care about Peter Parker and his problems. I don't care about Peter Parker and his love life. Save that stuff for the, for the comics, save that stuff for the movies, save that stuff for the animated series. Couldn't care less. I'm, I'm wanting to swing through New York city. I'm wanting to, um, to play as Peter Parker or Miles Morales. Like, that's what I want to do. Couldn't give a shit less about any of that stuff. And, like, and like I, I know that some people are like, you know, like, I prefer that stuff. I don't. Like, I'm not that, like, you know, like, I'm pretty ADHD. Like, I want to go and, like, I want to go and pal around, you know, swing through, you know, New York City, get to the top of the Empire State Building, you know, drop, you know, Use the what? What are the what do they call it? Where is the spider wings? You know where it's kind of like where he can like fly through the city or the spider glider or whatever. You know where he's got like uh, I don't know what the the technical name for it is, but I know the thing you're talking about. So like and like that stuff's fun. So I remember what my first complaint is. Like a lot of the stuff is pretty repetitive if you're not like playing like the main story. So like a crime will pop up and. Uh, like, hey, you know, this tanker is on fire. You need to go, you know, shoot your web at the tanker because the webbing can, you know, stop the fire, which makes no sense. Because, like, if I were to go, like, if I were to go, like, see a spider and, like, take, like, a blowtorch to it, it's going to burn the hell out of that spider web. Like, it just it just is. It makes no sense. So, like, and you're doing that and you're, like, you're showing up. Oh, there's a fire of a tanker. Oh, there's a fire of a building. You know, stop the fire of the tanker. Stop the fire of the building. And then, you know, or you're or you're chasing down, like, the cops are in, like, a hot, high-speed, hot pursuit of, like, a criminal. Like, that stuff's pretty repetitive. And, like, I remember reading, like, that that uh, review on IGN where they're, like, you know, like, the stuff's fun. But, like, the, like, little, like, side stuff to kind of, like build like your skills of fighting and everything is like is pretty repetitive and i would agree so far of the two or three hours, i'm laughing because what you're describing is pretty much just the entirety of gotham knights even the main story is it <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like what the hell like what like and like it's like it's fun but like it's just like 
can I like can it go like remember in Spider-Man 2 for PlayStation like 3 or PlayStation 2 like you had to go like oh my god there's going to be you got to go deliver pizzas you better go super fast or like do you remember that I remember the the song that played when you were delivering pizzas. Yeah, yeah you had to go and like deliver pizzas. <laughs> you had to do a bunch of little little side missions that never felt like repetitive. It never felt like I've already done the, done this like eight hundred times. So like that, those are my two big complaints about it. And I guess my third complaint, is, and because I haven't played the first Spider Man game very often, or basically I played it for like an hour and just like put it down. I was like, you know what, it's fine, but I'd rather like go be play as Batman or GTA Five or Red Dead. You know, like it, it it held my attention for the hour. Like I can't believe I spent like eighty dollars or whatever it was on that game. I didn't get Miles Morales either. Um, but like the for me, I'm still like, which one webs like criminals? Which button combination can I use to kick and punch and all that stuff? Mm. And, like, you're it, for me, like as the casual gamer, like I'm still kind of like getting used to like the system of like, hey, this is what it is. And it's definitely been like for me anyway. I can't speak for anyone else. It's definitely been a learning curve for me, and I've con- considered I myself a pretty adequate gamer. Like there's so many different combinations, but it's like, all right, like I want to like web up these people so I'm, they're not like shooting their rocket launchers at me. Like I want to do this, I want to do that. So, um, to me, that stuff has been pretty repetitive. Like so far, like the game hasn't been like other than like web sites swinging and like going through the city and everything and like you know doing those things that stuff's been like the funnest part the main story hasn't been like too incredible like you know like like um it just it feels like kind of like a cheap version of arkham city because like the, i literally played a game like a part of the game last night where i had to go in this very large enclosed like I'm trying to think, like, what's the – remember in Arkham City where you had to go into, like, this, like, building and, like, you had to, like, creep around and, like, you know, drop in and, like, grab, like, all these different uh, criminals and stop them? Yeah, I I remember doing that a few times in the Batman games. And, like, that's basically, like, that's basically – It was a Spider-Man version of that? Like, there's a Spider-Man version of that, but it's not as well done. Right. Yeah. Like it's just it's just like kind of felt like a cheap knockoff of that. I mean, the space is much larger. You're able to swing through, and you're like facing off against like, you know, like mechanical birds and mechanical dogs and all that stuff. It just kind of like it just if it, 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 it I I tweeted this on you know a week or two ago, and I said you know Spider Man Spider Man. Two for PlayStation Five is the Batman Arkham game I've wanted for the last ten years, like and like and I could even say like this is a perfect segue to like a Superman game because you literally when you hit those spider wings or whatever they're called the spider glider I don't know what it's called I'm not super you know it's been a long time since I read a Spider Man comic so but like you're literally flying through the city. And like at a high rate of speed, and it's like so much fun. It's like, why can't this be Superman? It's I mean, like, if you put a bunch of rings around the city, it's literally Superman sixty four. Well, so so <laughs> there's literally I don't know if you know this, but like this like to go like really fast as that as that 
you know, with your glider, there's literally you got to go through these rings. Oh, really? <laughs> and you, you like, so it shoots you through these rings and it makes you go faster. Oh, that's funny. Like, you don't have to do that, but like every once in a while, you'll see like these, like this, like wind type of thing. And they're like, oh, yeah, like I can, I can swing through that so I can get to like my destination to that, you know, that tanker on fire even faster. So, um, but yeah, like it's the it's the Batman Arkham game that I've wanted, you know, for the last ten years. Like, what is going on with Warner Brothers? What's going on with Rocksteady? Why haven't we received an adequate reboot of the Arkham s- series? Why why are they doing Gotham Knights? Why are they doing you know uh, what's the what's the kill the suicide? It's like Suicide Squad kill the Justice League. What's yeah. happening? I wish I had a good answer for you, Justin, because I don't think anybody really knows what the heck's going on over there. Like, and like, you're the, you're the resident, like gaming aficionado. Like you're the expert when it comes to those things. Like, why is it that there's such a, and like, I see it, I see it online. I see people talking about it. Like Spider-Man two is so great. Like I've seen articles pop up about, you know, how, you know, Batman's been away for so long that, you know, sp- I literally saw an article that basically I think the headline was, you know, since Batman's been away for so long, you know, Spider-Man's like filling that void because it feels like I'm playing an Arkham game. Like the only difference is it's not I'm in New York City. I'm a Spider-Man. I'm not in Gotham City. I'm not Batman. Like that's uh, it. They're, they're pretty much the exact same thing. It's fine. Like if you were to pick <laughs> it up right now, other than like. Like even the, like the the flying like with your glider like you feel like you know all you had if you literally um changed like if you, you could literally easily plug in Batman into that with the cape and all that stuff the only difference is the flying through the city is a little bit faster than gliding as Batman through Gotham City if that makes sense so like it's just a little bit more fluid like it's a lot faster you know. My big complaint with, you know, the Arkham games, you know, replaying is like it feels kind of slow and clunky when it comes to that. Those mechanics. I mean, but I mean, that game is that game came out in what, 2011? It's been like that because yeah, uh, Gotham Knight was 2015. Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. <laughs> yeah. So it would have been just a couple years before then. Uh, so my best guess as to what the heck Wonder Brothers is doing and like why they're like fumbling so hard is because uh, again this is just my like uh, assumption guess or however you want to word so it I'm gonna ask you like you're I'm gonna ask you like why Sefton Hill hasn't because he's the rock steady dude right I'm not too sure I, I haven't been following it too closely so my best guess is I, it looks like the Warner Brothers game division whatever you want to call it is more focused on chasing trends rather than creating games that best suit the properties and the IPs they have. Well, they they were the they were the trendsetters once upon a time. Yeah. Uh, if you look at the gaming, the AAA gaming sphere for the past like ten years or so, there's been a very big uptick in popularity of like multiplayer co-op shooter type games, uh, loot based games, uh, you get stuff like destiny, uh, call of duty, Warzone, Fortnite, that kind of stuff. And so what it appears is 
Warner Brothers looks at like what's going on in the industry and they're like, we need some of that Fortnite money. We, we need some of that Call of Duty money. So they're making the games appeal more to people that are playing those kind of games, more, more appealing to those folk. And so what we get is stuff like Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League where it's like, oh, you're going to be a bunch of mercenaries and you're going to run around with guns and you're going to be shooting enemies and then you're going to be getting new guns and upgrading your gear. And it's like, OK, you know, a game like that could work. But what ends up happening is because you're trying to shoehorn that type of a game into the Suicide Squad, you end up running into this issue where like, oh, now all of the Suicide Squad members are like running around with guns and shooting at enemies and they, they don't feel like the characters that you're playing as. You know what I mean? Like, like sure, yeah, you know, someone like Deadshot's going to run around with a gun and shoot people. That's fine. But why is like King Shark running around shooting people? Why, why is Harley Quinn running around shooting people? That's not something they'd always be doing. And then not to mention the fact that they're also doing the same thing with uh, the Gotham Knights where they're like, oh, well, people love, you know, like co-op uh, loot, loot based games. So we're going to just really drip feed up, upgrades to people. It's going to take a long time mm-hmm. to get your gear upgrades. It's going to take a long time to get weapons uh, and abilities. And it just grinds the pacing of the games to halt. And there's just not enough interesting content to supplement that. Like I I was joking how the way Justin was describing some of the side missions, experiment is like all of Gotham Knights. And and that's, it's true. Like the missions are just have very little character to them. They're, they're not interesting. There's no real story. You get a couple of main story missions here and there. And it's, uh, okay, I guess, but like nobody wants to run around and level up four characters separately for like 20 hours just to <laughs> make some progress to the story. Like for real, Gotham Knights is a game that if you wanted to actually go through it and like level up and play all the characters, it takes like 50 hours, Jeez. but there's, there's maybe like 10 hours of story in there. <laughs> There, there's just so much unnecessary fluff and padding in there between the side content for upgrades. And like, you almost have to do that. Cause if you don't do that, you become too weak to actually why? progress to the main story. Why, why? Let me, let me read this. And this is from Wikipedia. This is about suicide squad. And I did see that Sefton Hill D did leave Rocksteady. I don't know where he's at right now, but I just, it just said as of like 2022, Stephen Hill, the director of the Arkham games and then Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League did indeed leave Rocksteady. So on March uh, 23rd, 2022, Rocksteady announced that the title had been delayed from its initial 2022 launch window to early 2023. At the Game Awards 2022, the release date was revealed to be May 26th along with an announcement that Batman would appear in the game, posthumously voiced by Kevin Conroy in his final performance as the character following his death in November 2022. February, 20, uh, February 23rd, 2023, during a PlayStation State of Play and a separate FAQ, Rocksteady confirmed the game would require an internet connection at all times, even when playing solo. <laughs> That's not good, is it? Not something you want to see because because you know what happens you would think oh well that's okay you know i'll just connect to the internet it's fine 
Well, not everybody has a constant internet connection. A lot of people are still living out in the boonies. They don't have access to reliable internet. And you know what happens is you get a bunch of people logging in to play the game at the same time. And even if they're not playing multiplayer, they're still logging in and connecting to the server, which puts stress on the server. And if the server goes down, nobody can play a single player game. They just want you to connect to the multiplayer. They want you to connect to the servers so that they can feed you like ads. They want you to buy costumes for your characters. They want you to look at Warner Brothers advertisements, maybe movie trailers, just just like random nonsense that doesn't actually affect the game. So it already sounds like a dumpster fire to you. Honestly, like when they first announced the Suicide Squad game, I was like, oh, that might be kind of interesting. But over the past like two or three years, every time we've gotten more information on it, I'm like, I'm I'm less interested in this game. I, I'm just Let at me, this point, I'm I'm not considering it. So so it says connection at all times, even when playing solo, have a battle plat pass. Oh god. What's that so what's that mean? Uh so <laughs> I'm going not, back I'm, to I'm the casualist of games. Yeah. Going back to my comment on chasing trends. Uh, battle passes are a form of content delivery where as you play through the game, you will unlock levels in this pass, this tier that's like just like a random side thing. Like you, that's a separate level up. And as you level up in the, in the battle pass, you unlock new items, <laughs> like, which sounds fine, right? But here's the problem with the battle pass. They are basically seasonal releases. They, they come out like every three to four months. You have to buy them for like 20 bucks, maybe more. And the stuff in the battle passes are universally just always is the lamest, like cosmetic unlocks that nobody cares about. Mm-hmm. But like they'll put like one cool thing at the very end where like if you want to get this cool thing, you got to buy the battle pass, play the game for like. 40 hours of to unlock everything to get the cool thing that you actually wanted or or you can just buy the premium version of the battle pass for like 50 bucks just to unlock everything from the get-go like it it, you want to talk about just companies bleeding you dry of money (laughs) it's it's stupid because now literally every game has a battle pass just give and, me some fucking Riddler trophies that I go, gotta go find. Right, like long gone are the days where you could buy a game for $60, get a ton of content, you have fun enjoying it, unlocking stuff, completing challenges to actually unlock stuff. Or maybe later, if there's a cool thing you want to buy, you could buy that cool thing for 5 to $10. You know, now, now it's like, yeah, buy a $20 well, battle pass cool and then thing. grind it out. Well, that's the cool thing about Spider-Man is like as you progress the game, like all these different costumes kind of. Yeah. These different Spider-Man costumes kind of like. So I've already been like four different versions of Peter Parker. I've already been like three different versions of just the costume. Like, that was one of my favorite things about the uh, Spider-Man for PS4 was all the costume unlocks. Like it was so cool uh, completing that challenge and then being like, here is like clone saga spider-man you know like here you can play as a different spider-man it's like oh sweet yeah i love having different costumes sometimes they'd have a completely different art style but they'd still fit in seamlessly with the world it was interesting 
Um, let me let me continue on with this because you might you might get even angrier. So Battle <laughs> Pass only including cosmetics and is set to re- receive post-launch content such as new playable characters, missions, and weapons. On April twenty third, on April thirteenth, twenty twenty three, Rock City announced that the game had been delayed again, to February second, twenty twenty four. Like, what what are your thoughts? Like, that's kind of a random date in twenty twenty four is February. Yeah, um, it's not a hard rule, but typically when a game gets delayed a lot, it's not a good sign. Uh, typically, when a game comes out early in the year, it's also not necessarily a good sign. Like January, February, usually so, not. At least so windows you want to be in. Coming out in October was like, oh, you know, like that's kind of like peak season, right? Yeah, like, I, I would say like September to November are like peak season. Season. Like if you have a high quality product and you want to get it in stores in time for the holidays, that's the window you shoot for. Mm-hmm. And if you are not very confident, you will push it back to like January, February and just kind of hope for <laughs> the the leftovers. <laughs> well, why don't they? And like you had something interesting to say is, you know, like, you know, you were interested in the idea of Suicide Squad. You were interested in playing as these different characters. Why can't we just get a Batman game again? Like call up Paul Dini, call up the, you know, the people at Warner Bros. Montreal. That, that's a heck of a good a question. Arkham Origins game, and I know that people like. I don't know if I see, ever see people like shit on it, but they it, they kind of view the Arkham Origin game as like this, you know, this redheaded stepchild kind of version of the Arkham because it wasn't super long, you know, yeah. it wasn't like super memorable, but it was a serviceable, fun game that you could pick up during like it was set during Christmas, yeah. like like I just don't understand why can't we just get a Batman game. You see Spider-Man. Like, I understand, like, the reasons, like, okay, like, creating a Superman game, probably kind of challenging, right? Because you have this indestructible character, probably, like, going for, you know, flying from, you know, from, you know, one end of Metropolis to the other end of Metropolis, probably going to be, like, super quick. You know, like, what are you, like, what is he going to be doing? Who is he going to be battling type of a thing? Um, You know, like... Is he just going to be, you know, saving kittens from trees, you know, trying to stop planes from, you know, like what (laughs) can you do as a Superman game? I get it. Like it just like you have the crown jewel comic book character who has been sidelined for these other bullshit, nonsensical like characters. I don't care about Nightwing. I don't care about Red Hood. I don't care about, you know, I don't care about Batgirl. Like, great characters. Love them. No, like, those are all characters that I would love to see make an appearance in, like, a Batman game. But I'm not very interested in playing as them for a significant amount of time. Right. And, like, I feel feel like for me, you know, the way that they do uh, the Spider-Man game, Spider-Man two, for me anyway, just the idea, what they're, what they did with it is like, are you kind of lead as Peter Parker? And like, just how I feel about it right now, cause I haven't played, you know, I haven't played it through, but you kind of lead as Peter Parker. And then like, as you're playing as miles, you're having a ton of fun too, but it's a different kind of like, like the way that he swings, the way that he fights, it's a little bit looser, not as, you know, a little bit, a lot more fun. 
well, I feel like you're like the main story so far of like the 12 or 13% that I played has been very Peter heavy. Like they could literally do that. And like, and like there is like a couple instances where I'm fighting and like all of a sudden miles comes in and helps out just out of the blue. And it's like super fun. Like they could do that where you're, you can play as Batman main story, you know, and even, even in the, like the Arkham city game, like if you, if you get like the, what's the, what's the one where it's like has everything in it. What's that called? Like the game of the year edition. Yeah. What the, so in the game of the year edition, like, like, I don't know if you've done this, but you like, you can literally play as Catwoman. Yeah. Like, right, you've done all this stuff and like, all right, here you can like, it's just kind of like shoot you over the cat. That, that's the thing. Like, that Catwoman was just extra content that they released after the game had already come out. It wasn't something you had to do as right. part of the base game. It's just like, hey, if you're a fan of Catwoman, here's a little extra, a little something for the fans. It's really bizarre. It's really bizarre that we are almost 10 years. And like, I might, like, I've never even beaten Arkham Knight because it was so repetitive. It was so heavy handed on Batmobile. And that was what was the most like interesting thing about that, about that, uh, about that series is you had Arkham Asylum, you had Arkham City, then you had Arkham Origins. And like, we as fans were like, give us Batmobile. We only want to just drive around this Batmobile. We didn't want to drive around this take mobile. It's like, oh, you, you want the Batmobile? We'll give you the Batmobile, right? <laughs> We're going to give you so much Batmobile. You're going to hate driving around in the Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Like, that's what it felt like. Like, I stopped playing Midway because it's like. Remember when they gave the Batmobile a grappling hook and you'd have to, like, grapple hook from the Batmobile from, like, one building to another? I never got that far. That That happens. <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. That thing's like eight tons. <laughs> it's got a grappling hook. <laughs> uh, that makes no sense. It's just, again, like back to the Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2 is not a perfect game. I'm not here to say that. I'm not like, I'm not like, it's fun. It's serviceable. It's, you know, like I've enjoyed the 12 or 13% that I've been into. Can't wait to continue on. I can't wait to play, you know, as I can't wait to get the, the Venom suit. I can't wait to face off against Venom. I'm guessing at some point I'm going to be playing as Venom. I've been trying to stay away from spoilers as much as I can. But again, Kyle, why has there been no Batman game? I get it. You say that they're, 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 you know, yeah, the thing. even with trend chasing, it's, it's it blows my mind because like you mean to tell me that like a a Batman game, uh, whatever it doesn't even matter like what kind of game it is like a full fledged Batman game wouldn't sell well like it, you wouldn't make money off of that. I find much, that so much, hard to believe. How much how much money did the Gotham Knights game make? Do you know? Can you pull up those figures? I I can do a quick Google search to find out. So and like to me, it just like it just seems like they're doing anything and everything just to kind of like we've already given you four Batman games. Why do we need another one? We need to go, you know, we need to service these other characters to be diverse. And I'm not meaning like diverse like that, but just have different characters to sell different. You know, we need to sell more Nightwing T-shirts. We need to sing, sell more Batgirl toys. You can do that and still have an amazing Batman game. Why give us a turd of Gotham Knights? And like, I remember seeing the trailer for Gotham Knights. I said, holy shit. I can't believe it. 
And then, like, they teased it that Batman was going to come back, right? In one of the trailers? I think so, yeah. Like, have you beaten Gotham Knights? Have you, have you, have you? No, I, I like I so said, I got too bored. I just kind of dropped it. But, like, I, I know, I know the story. Like, I ended up looking it up afterwards. I was like, ah, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of glad I didn't so slog like, through it to get so to the tell end. Me, tell me, tell me the ending. Because I'll never play it. Uh, so... The well, the game begins and it's like, oh no, Batman died. How right. sad! Now the Gotham Knights have to pick up the mantle and save the city. Right. Well, you find out later on that oh, Batman's not dead. He uh, he gets resurrected by the Lazarus Pit, and Roger Ghoul's trying to kind of use him as like an evil minion, essentially. But the Gotham Knights they gotta they gotta kill Batman, and they kill Batman. What? <laughs> Batman, Batman's like, I'm going to sacrifice myself because I'm still I'm still a hero. And is this supposed to lead into Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad game? I can find out. <laughs> what? I, I, I have no idea. What? <laughs> that sounds so stupid. That sounds so ridiculous. Yeah. It, the biggest thing for me was just like, oh, no, the game begins and it's like Batman's dead. I just I already knew I was like, Batman's not dead. Right, because they kind of like, you know, I mean, do you get to fight against the Court of Owls in the game? Briefly, like uh, you, you do run into talents every once in a while, but the, they're they're not too exciting the fight. It, it, that, like that, that, like that's in the game makes everything that should be cool just kind of lame. It's not very that, exciting. Like it, it makes no sense. You have the crown jewel comic book character. Who literally everyone's chopping at the bit to get another Arkham style. And I'm not even saying like it needs to be Arkham-esque. Like you can literally have it set in Gotham City. It doesn't have to be in Arkham City. It can be set in Gotham City, right? Because in the Arkham games, like Gotham City is kind of like quartered off, right? Introducing Gotham Asylum. Yes. Like you're like <laughs> even, in Ar- even in Arkham City, like parts of the city are kind of like, like walled off, right? Because you're like in basically – like the I, the ghetto of Gotham is called Arkham City. I don't know. I don't understand. like it, like I never understood like the geography of Arkham City. I I think literally Arkham City was just like the the villains escaped and they took over part of the city. Right. So yeah, it's like half of Gotham is Arkham City. So like you literally could have a ginormous playground of Gotham City. You can pl- you can have you know the Batmobile. I mean, I don't know why you need it when you can fly around now. You know, like what's the, and you can grapple from one end to the other. If if I was going to do a vehicle, I'd rather have like the Batplane than you know, you know that'd be fun. Like like to me like the, what they need to do is just go crazy and make it GTA style. I'm not saying make it rated MA or M or whatever it is. But just have it a huge city where and like you could literally like uh, like you can either you can come into, you know, you can go to Metropolis, you know, because remember, like you there's so many things you can do in GTA five. Right. You can go to like other parts of like you're in L.A. and then you're in like northern California and then like I don't know the other part of like but like you could literally like like the fun stuff in GTA five is like going and like stealing a jet. 
and like the, just, the yeah, mechanic, just doing rainy crazy shit. <laughs> yeah, like the mechanics of it felt it's like, like I want to go play golf as Batman. Damn it! Like, I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying like, <laughs> like you like can be, like I'm just saying more like the mechanics of like a jet where you're not flying. It feels like an actual jet, and how you have to land it's kind of challenging. You know what I'm saying? Like just do that. Just do that. Just have this open world where you're like you can play as the story where you're going from and i mean and that was kind of like some of the complaints about spider-man 2 was like literally go under a bridge thinking that you're going to come out like the other side but the bridge is like black and you can't go like past that part of the bridge so like even that had limitations in it but like it never like you never felt there were like any limitations to gta 5 because the world is so large and so big but like just having it where you're just this large city where you can go from Gotham to Metropolis, the central city as Batman. And then you play, you know, like at certain points you can play as Superman if you wanted to. Maybe that's the way that you bring Superman in. You bring Superman in a Batman game that's super huge like that. And then you're and you figure out how the mechanics of that Superman character in that like in that small space. You know what I'm saying? And that's like, a possibility. I mean, it just makes no sense that we might better to do that than blow millions on a potential Superman game that never comes to light, you know? And it just like to me, it just makes no sense. So we're 10 years removed from Arkham City. And like that's the lasting impression of like the last Batman game. And I haven't played Batman. Uh, I'll, I'll do you one better. Uh, so the time between Arkham Asylum and Arkham Knight was six years like six or seven years right they, mm-hmm. they got three high budget high profile batman games at that time even though we have our issues of gotham or arkham knight you know there was still some fun that we had in there right it, mm-hmm. it was playable since then it has been another like six or seven years we have not had a game come out from rocksteady and the only thing we have to look forward to is a potential dumpster fire Suicide Squad game next year. <laughs> potential. So in the same period of time, you know, like six or seven years, those are the two different results we've got, we've had. Mm-hmm. And, and it just, it's just so, I wouldn't say it's like depressing. It's just like they're leaving money on the table, potential billions of dollars. You know, so I can, did you ever find like an an article how much Gotham Knights has made? I, I looked a couple places, and the only figures I couldn't even find an actual figure. So they were just like, yeah, uh, Arkham Knight was like this. Not Arkham Knight. Gotham Knights was like the second best selling game in October last year. I'm like, okay, that that doesn't really tell me a lot. How many units have been sold, and how many people have bought it since? Because people are still <laughs> I'm trying to find it. <laughs> Like how didn't they didn't I see a figure that the, like GTA sold like three or four billion dollars for the stuff? Yeah, they they've been pretty loud about how well Grand Theft Auto has been selling. Uh, I'm googling right now. Uh, like I've been trying to find a concrete number, and everybody's just like, "Oh, it sold somewhat well." Uh, okay, here's how much GTA I just made. <laughs> With over 100 million units sold in its lifetime, Grand Theft Auto V has made an estimated $7.7 billion. (laughs) 
Jesus. Isn't the budget for GTA 6 like a billion? Well, probably. <laughs> By the time that game comes out, they're going to have worked on it for like 12 years. <laughs> GTA 6. And, yeah. and like to me, like the, the other issue I have is like you have this these great new consoles. You have, you know, Xbox X. You have the you have PlayStation 5. You know, the, you have these higher performing, you know, consoles why are we not getting, you know, games like to me, to me, for, for me anyway, like I love playing my PlayStation five. There's just not a lot of things to play for. If that makes sense. Like I felt when I had my PlayStation four, like I had, like there were like all these different games that were coming out, you know, you know, all the time. I mean, did, did, I don't, I don't know if you pay attention to any of that stuff. Cause I know more of your, like, uh, you're more or less uh, like a gamer on the computer, right? Like, would you say that you spend more time gaming on the computer than you do like consoles? More, more on the computer, but it it, kind of, it affects me either way. Like, I I've been feeling kind of similar. It's like, uh, whereas like, just the like each, each year I look back at the number of games that have come out, at least the high profile ones, and I'm like, it just seems like we're getting fewer and fewer every year. And another thing that's interesting is. They're re-releasing the, I think, Arkham City for the Nintendo Switch. Why? What's the point? Other than <laughs> other than trying to milk that teat again. Look, some I want. If I'm on a plane, I want to play my Batman. Damn it! <laughs> like what? The uh, f- what is going on? It just like again, like what I'm saying is, why is there not a Batman game? Why is it Spider-Man? I mean, and now the Spider, like apparently the Wolverine game is going to be set in the Spider-Man universe. Like what? Like what's happening? <laughs> James Gunn, tell us what is going on. Do I know what pisses me off? What? What pisses? I'm, you I'm off? still look trying to find sales figures for Gotham Knights, and the closest I can find is a very specific window. <laughs> Apparently, Gotham Knights, in its first week in the UK on PlayStation Five, sold about three thousand copies. So how much? So it's such is? a hyper specific number. But I'm like, what? That doesn't tell me anything. Yeah. I, so- I, I I can't determine anything off of that. So the only thing I can conclude is that Warner Brothers just doesn't want to talk about how many numbers it's selling. They don't want to talk about it. That's two. That's two mil. That's two million right there. Two million dollars. Let me see. Let me see here. Something. Did you <laughs> did you try the trusty old, um, um, Wikipedia? That's where I got those numbers from. <laughs> God damn it. So the fact that one brother hey, they just don't want to. What was the budget of the game? Did it say? Uh, budget, budget. Yeah these 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 uh, these reviews are awful. So tell me. So I'm reading this thing real fast here. So the game on the consoles is locked at 30 frames per second. That's pretty bad, right? Yeah, that's that's subpar with the newer consoles like PS5 and Xbox Series, whatever. The standard should be 60. 
That that should be the standard, but we're, we we uh it's typically still sixty because most TVs don't go too far above sixty. A lot of PC games will go up to one hundred and twenty, but again, like as long as you can hit sixty, you can kind of sync it to to run smoothly. Third thirty is just like <laughs> we we just upgraded from the CRT TVs from the nineties. <laughs> Like, what are we doing? I mean, so if you are running Warner Brothers or Montreal or Rocksteady, like, are you what? What? What are you telling them? If I, if I'm in charge, yes, well, I'd want them to explain themselves. I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> well, first off, why are we making a game that nobody wants? Why are we spending money on this? I, like one way or another, I'd start diverting resources back to this uh, good old fashioned Batman game, like you've been wanting, or mm-hmm. a lot of people, a lot of people are wanting. And yeah, it's not like creatively, creatively, it's not a very interesting thing. It's like, hey, we're just gonna make a Batman game. But my God, that is just something that people will want to play. It's something people enjoy. And will mm-hmm. probably make its budget back at the very least. So, <laughs> would you think that Gotham Knights has made its budget back? Probably. Like I, again, I don't know how much they put into it, but I can't imagine that it doesn't at least do that much. Like I'm depressed, Kyle. This is depressing. I know. Give us a Batman game. This is another example of like I I just want to talk about fun and exciting things on this podcast, but then like when we look at the reality of it, it's like oh. Do Do you think that the delays of both Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad game? Do you think that that has delayed any potential for a solo Batman game? Or do you think they could work on them? You know, simultaneous. I don't think it had much an effect. I can tell you, at least in the case of Gotham Knights, when they delayed that game, what we ended up getting out of it was it it was very apparent that at some point in development, the game was supposed to be a certain way. And then Mm -hmm. once we actually got to the final release, like so they had scaled back certain mechanics, certain features, and there were still remnants of it in the game, but they Mm -hmm. never really fleshed it out. So there, there was definitely some pivoting, some like last minute. Uh, oh, uh, we, we need to get this game out, which is just kind of chop certain things here and push it out the door. So the, they're they're scrambling on the on the back end there. They're they're listening to feedback somewhat, but I don't you know, certain things are so far along. I don't know how much they can actually change. I ultimately Let me don't read have you this from September 2023 uh, from Game Rant. I don't know if you're I don't know if Game Rants are good. Like I, I don't pay attention to any gaming website. So you're you're the you're the one that tells me that Game Rant is good or not. The, the delay of Suicide Squad 
Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League could turn out to be a good thing for the game in the long run. The game's reputation was already in shaky ground due to many factors, so a few more months in development could help to smooth things over. Of course, the gameplay may not be the only thing on fans' minds when they see Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League. Granted, a few of those details may be out of the developer's control. Pushing the game back could potentially help it regain control of the narrative. Though, and one big strength is that the delay puts some distance between Suicide Squad and a few other failed co-op superhero games. <laughs> Despite the original May release date, the Suicide Squad Code of Justice League was delayed until February 2024, adding several months to, to the development cycle before the full game sees the light of day. This, this delay followed a gameplay reveal that left many fans feeling dissatisfied, leaving the game's future in doubt. It remains to be seen just how much of the game will be changed due to the increased development time. But it may take a lot to recover from its first impression. However, Cyberpunk 2077 is proof that a game can recover from an early disaster. So Suicide, uh, Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League has a difficult task of following Gotham Knight's largely frosty reception. Similar to Suicide Squad uh, Killed the Justice League, Gotham Knights had players controlling a group of DC characters on a quest. Unfortunately, Gotham Knights failed to impress many, so the next DC game to follow would be already be would already be marching into the headwinds. The situation is even worse thanks to Marvel's Avengers, another superhero live service game similar to uh, Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League had planned. Marvel's Avengers failed to find any success and shut down in only two years. <laughs> So de- debuting so soon after Marvel's Avengers was not an, ev- an inevitable, I'm sorry, an enviable position for the Suicide Squad. The delay may be lengthy, but it could be exactly what Suicide Squad needs to avoid Marvel's Avengers fate in the end. <sighs> Thoughts on this? Thoughts on this article? Uh, <sighs> to be honest, it says a lot and very little at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, oh, a delay could be a good thing. Well, yeah, you know, more time to make the game so could be a, good. When, the, when a game gets delayed like this, so it's this is the second time it's been delayed, right? How much uh, yeah. time do the developers get to go back and rehash things? Like, is it a month or two? Because doesn't it take a long uh, time for it to kind of like... It's obviously going to depend on how big of a delay it is. Like, there's a difference between a, a one-month delay and a year-long delay but uh in this case i want to say it was like a five or six month delay something like that so so if it's, say it's, it, it's, it could it's, it's it could year, actually six fix months, how much time do the developers actually get to sit back and free or fix any of the issues three, or four, three time, or four months right? like it can't be the whole time right not the whole time no because like literally the last month, like they have to have the game ready at least a month ahead of time, if not longer, so that they can be like, all right, this is the version of the game that we're going to print onto the discs and ship out the stores. Right. That needs to be done like a minimum a month, but they usually want those a little you, further they, out. What is post-production? Because I know like post-production on a movie. What's post-production look like for a game? Is it still that? Really uh, it's really it's usually really bug control. fixes or uh, making new content to sell later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so because this is a live service game with the intention of there being new stuff released like every week, every other week or so, it's just going to be a constant conveyor belt of stuff drip, drip feeding here and there. 
So I, I would imagine because of that, they're going to want to make a big stockpile of stuff ahead of time. So like that month or so I was thinking of, they, they might bump it back to like two months, three months so that they have time to create a version of the game, the gold gold print on the disc and then start creating a backup of content that they can drip, they can drip feed later on. Interesting. So if it's a year, they in reality, they probably have five or six months to work on the game then. Would that be fair? Yeah, I'd say six months is probably uh, on the lower end. So maybe six to eight. So six. then if it's a six-month delay, it's they're probably getting three and a half months to kind of... Three, three to four, yeah. And like, and when it, when it gets pushed back like it, because apparently a lot of the issues was the gameplay. Dude, what do they do? Are they like, look... Let's re let's reconfigure how this game like what what is that? It, it is it is very hard to rework the core gameplay, the the core gameplay loop in just a few months. Those are the kind you know that kind of stuff is something you'd want to like delay a year or more to to fix, and I I don't think that's happening. So, but why is that? Just because it, the the physics of it have already been like kind of like. Yeah, a lot of it because like if you change the gameplay, then all of a sudden it's like, well, all of these weapons we made need to be retuned or rebalanced or reworked. All of the maps that we made may need to be reworked, retuned, redone. Uh, And if you're retuning maps and stuff, all of a sudden it's like, well, what you know? What about the story elements? What about the quests? Like, it's it's like a trickle down effect. If you like change a core part of the gameplay. That could change other things, which change other things. So it's kind of just like it's not an easy thing to just kind of go and swap out. So, so how much money? So when this will probably be my last question. So when they are re when they're delaying game, they're spending hundreds of millions of dollars to fix it, right? I don't know if I'd say hundreds of millions, but it's hundreds of thousands to maybe a million or so. Yeah, really? interesting it, it, it kind of depends on the studio i want to i want to say rocksteady is on the larger side so it is a little bit more pricey and so are there in are there what i get i guess what was the big issue with uh, maybe you can find an article what was the big issue that you know when they had <coughs> that when they had that gameplay whatever test back then like what was the major issue that the game those people had with the game do you know Uh, similar issues i had uh people looked at it and said hey this does not look like a fun game it looks like it is just trying to be like a call of duty or something what Uh, (laughs) so that you know it's a core fundamental issue of the gameplay not really looking appealing like it's it's trying to chase a trend trying to be something that's not what you would expect from a suicide squad game and so for so for stuff like that they're either just going to ignore the feedback and just kind of keep pushing on or they're going to have to change core mechanics of the game which again i don't think they're going to do change the story then too yeah (laughs) and i I don't think i don't know if they want to do that i don't think they want to go that deep Again, with this February release window, I I get the feeling that they're just kind of like, we're just going to get it out the door, and then we're moving on. <laughs> we got other fish to fry. 
I hope would that it, other would, fish to fry would, is a Batman game, but who knows? Would it behoove them to once to get like as the mo- as the games released? Would it behoove them to be like, all right, here's the game. It's gonna get. It's probably gonna get. You know, a re- it's not gonna get what they're looking for. But could they say, hey? To kind of take away the spotlight from this shitty release and the shitty game. Couldn't it say, hey, we're going to make another Arkham game. <laughs> it's a possibility. Does that but, happen? But, here, but then here comes the problem. Um, you know, like it, who's working on the game? Is it going to be Rocksteady? Because then you immediately run into this issue where like Rocksteady just put out a potentially not well-received game and they're saying ah don't worry about that we're, we're doing this other thing well you know that's not a great way to build up trust in your your player base you know like, why would they trust rock city with a batman game if they're just like dumping this on players and saying ah well well moving on you know so well potentially they- potentially another studio like maybe warner brothers montreal are working well, that, on it didn't wb montreal didn't they do gotham knights they did gotham knights yeah which that to me that would make more sense than Rocksteady working on it, but then we run into a similar issue where it's like, oh yeah, well they kind of just <laughs> dropped Gotham Knights on us, didn't do a whole lot to fix the game, and now they're already wanting us to look forward to the next one. You know, it like you, you, so you can only release so many like subpar games before people just stop trusting you as a development team. Mm-hmm. Well, Stephen <laughs> Hill leaving in 2022 and like he was the director of suicide squad so is he able to continue seeing that through like i guess what happened like what happened why did why why was the why why was rock city so good at you know creating i know paul dini was involved in the first two arkham games arkham city and Ark. so arkham asylum and arkham city but he was Stephen hill was still the director of those games what happened why, why has, you know, why has it been? Now, like, don't quote me on this, but I, I vaguely remember hearing that some of the other heads of Rocksteady have been leaving over throughout the years. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember their names or where they've gone to, but like, if that is the case, then yeah, like you have a lot of the most influential people in the, the group dropping out over time. Eventually, it just kind of kind of leads to everything else falling apart, which I think is might have been what's happening here. Like as pre-production started working on whatever that Superman game was that they might have been working on. That didn't work out. You know, people started leaving and then they just kind of can't. They were working on Superman game. (laughs) That was allegedly what they were doing for several years. And then they canned it and started working on the Suicide Squad game. So they were burning through Superman money. So I I think that's what happened. They were burning through Superman money. Nothing really materialized from that. People started leaving. Then they're like, all right, we're going to switch focus. We're going to do a Suicide Squad game. They had some issues finding out what they wanted to do there. People started leaving. And then eventually we got to where we're at now where it's like, here's here's the thing. 
Is there is there a world? And here, this will be my last question, unless you want to keep talking. Is there a world where this game comes out? It's universally praised, and everyone loves it. And it's a fucking amazing game. I, I never say never. I mean, never has say that never. Before, <laughs> more often than that, no. Uh, I, I want to say maybe nine nine times out of ten, uh, when you see something that doesn't look very good, it turns out to not be very good. I honestly cannot recall the last time I saw something that looked not not good and ended up being amazing. So, yeah, uh, my hopes are not very high. I'm sure there are people out there that are looking forward to the Suicide Squad game. More power to them. <laughs> I, I hope it's fun. I hope you enjoy it. But you, there's not a lot of hope. Not for me, anyways. Well, that was a depressing ending. Like, like it, it just looks like a misguided attempt at chasing a trend that does not fit the, the IP. Nobody really even cares about the Suicide Squad IP all that much. There's a reason why I think they're really trying to shoehorn the Justice League into this game. Like, it doesn't even make much sense. Like, oh, we're going to have the Suicide Squad kill the Justice League. It's like, uh, I mean, okay. <laughs> you, good luck with that. <laughs> uh, what a nightmare. What a what a podcast episode. Like, I was so excited to talk about Spider-Man and like, we need a Batman game. And it's kind of like, oh, I'm really everything excited. sucks. <laughs> It feels like it feels like I'm like we're in the gaming version of the DCEU. <laughs> I mean, here's the funny thing. Here, here's the way I would describe it. I think I think uh, you and a lot of people listening to the podcast are very familiar with a lot of the, the struggles Hollywood has been having over the past few years. Well, the game industry is also going through its own set of turbulence. <coughs> a lot of layoffs, a lot of creatives leaving the industry. It's having um, uh just being overworked, underpaid, underappreciated. Hey, for some so reason, despite how popular video games are, people making video games don't make a lot of money. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Because so you're saying that the the people behind GTA Five that's made seven point seven billion, the people that the creatives behind it, like, like the, actual people, like the, the yeah, like the basic developers, like the. You know the front line? No, not really. Not much. So what? So what's the average? Like, which could you could you ballpark? Like, are they making like teacher money? Uh, yeah, that's not too far off. Like, because I know I know a lot of people that are leaving the you know education industry just because I wouldn't even say it's an industry. But, here's the thing, though. Profession. Like, they might they might be making about that much, but a lot of developers work like 60 hour weeks maybe more do they get bonuses based off of like profit sharing and everything like the game's really well done uh kind of just depends on the company it's not a standard thing interesting well like for example i remember uh there was a story about uh obsidian soft as a development team called obsidian who made Fallout New Vegas, and mm-hmm. it was published by Bethesda. Well, Bethesda had a 
clause in the contract or whatever that said that, hey, if this game reviews well enough, we'll give your team a bonus. Mm -hmm. The line they said is they had to get an average of 90 on like Metacritic or something. That's kind of crazy high, isn't it? it? It's kind of crazy high, but the game ended up getting an 89. <laughs> so they missed out on the bonus. Despite the fact that it is a well-beloved and very good selling game. So, yeah, it's kind of messed up. <laughs> There's a lot of messed up stuff in the industry and uh, people get tired of it after a while and they, they just end up leaving. They go find something else to do. Yeah, it's crazy. People making very popular things do not make enough to sustain themselves. What a crazy world we live in. Well, you just made a super depressing podcast episode even more depressing, Kyle. Congratulations. In other news, who's excited for Aquaman 2? Cue the cricket noises. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh there's still been no I mean I've seen some TV spots here or there but that people have been like posting on X but like the, is there any appetite for this Did you see that the Wonka movie is only tracking at like 30 million dollars of course <laughs> <on the> weekend <laughs> Say it ain't so I could have told you that but the idea behind a prequel to Willy Wonka makes zero fucking sense No like <sighs> Willy Wonka is one of those characters where the more you learn about him, the less interesting That's, of a character he becomes. Yeah. I don't need Willy Wonka begins. I need, I need, they literally could have, they literally, what, here's what they should have done. And we'll call this episode an episode. Timothy Chalamet as Willy Wonka is an interesting, interesting idea. And I actually kind of dig it. Cause I know that you talked last episode, like I'm tired of Timothy Chalamet, but for, in in reality, he actually kind of looks like Willy Wonka if he would have had blonde hair, right? If yep. you look at the original book that I have, I don't have a first edition, but I have like a very early version of Willy Wonka, probably a third or fourth edition, where it's some illustrations. The idea of Willy Wonka being small and having curly hair, like it kind of looks like, I mean, obviously Willy Wonka's supposed to have like brown or blonde hair. I think Timothy Chalamet has like, you know, burgundy, not burgundy, but like brown or like black hair. The, what they needed to do was literally shoot two movies back to back. You have Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, then you have Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. Boom. Where? Why yeah. is there like I know Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator is not as good as Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but there you can ha have more. You know, but that's a like story that. that's not been adapted a whole bunch of times. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and like not many people know that there's a sequel to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And I've read Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. It's not as good as, you know, Charlie Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It's not. Like, it's it's kind of weird if I remember correctly. Like, NASA gets involved somehow because <laughs> they're in space. But you can take a little bit more narrative license with that story. And you have two movies that are ready to go, film back-to-back. This idea of Willy Wonka Begins is stupid. Uh, that's a movie that just needs to just go on HBO Max or whatever, or Max or whatever it's called now. Should not be a should not be a theatrical release. I don't like the director behind it. Of like he directed Paddington, 
And like every Paddington movie's been like a ninety eight percent on like fucking rotten Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Like I just like it just like the the story and the creative team behind it just doesn't make sense to me. So and then doing the same thing again with having you know one Oompa Loompa be like the Oompa Loompas it seems like makes no sense. We did that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so. Like and like they 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 had an opportunity with Tim Burton's version to be like the definitive version of that character in that film because I know Roald Dahl and Roald Dahl's family really don't care for like the Gene Wilder version, but like the portrayal of Willy Wonka by Johnny Depp is like this weird Edward Scissorhandy version of it. It should have been more like his version of Ichabod Crane. Now, but, like, like I, I definitely prefer the Gene Wilder version, but like I don't think Johnny Depp did that bad of a job at it. Like I definitely would have been interested in seeing more from him. My thing is like he was very effeminate, and when yeah. you read it, you read you read the original like like the, the I wish that Gene Wilder would have been in the Tim Burton version, and the Johnny Depp would have been in the in the you know the original version because those felt more aligned with each other. If that makes sense. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. So anyway, we got off on a tangent. That is going to be episode 206 of the podcast. Make sure that you're doing all that you can to follow and support this podcast. Um, Make sure that you're going on our X, um, X x.com and following us. You can follow us on Shailen on Batman Facebook page. We're posting on there all the time. Um, Anything. I know you don't want anyone to follow you, so I'm not going to have – I'm not going to post your (laughs) – your ex account. So, um, and that's going to be it for two Oh six. Peace.